What's up, my friends? My name is Benny, and you are now in the chop shop. This is going to be a fun episode. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different than previous weeks as I've gathered up the courage to post on my Instagram and ask people to send in questions. And the good thing about this, or the fun thing about this, is I have no idea who sent this stuff. Okay, this is all done um, through an app where I don't get to see who sent it. So people really were brave in asking some of these things. Um, but the whole goal of this is really just so that we can get to know each other a little more. I get to know, you can get to know some things about me and I get to know how crazy you are. Um, but I, I thought this would be cool to do just kind of like a ask me anything type of thing. And, and there's also honestly some good questions in here too, just about me or, or about just honestly about life, which I was hoping for. And then there's some funnier, funner things in here uh, that are just more about uh, me growing up and, and things that I'm into. Um, but before I go any further, listen, I just want to say, as always, guys, thank you so much for being here, for, for tuning in, um, for subscribing to the podcast, for, for sharing with other people. Do me a favor, leave a review, okay? I It seriously lights me up every time I get a review from a listener. Um, it, it makes me feel like, okay, you know, like it, it's clicking, like people are hearing it and I know that it's, it's making an impact. It's making, uh, some sort of effect out there. And so if you can do me a favor, uh, put pause on this episode, go into whatever app you're listening to and just leave a, a review, just type something real quick and just say, Hey, Benny, really enjoying it. Or, you know, Hey, would love to hear more of this or that anything guys would, I would greatly appreciate it. And it would honestly make me feel like a million bucks. So, um, okay, so let's get into these questions. Some really good questions in here, some fun ones. And again, I don't know who sent this stuff. So, and they, you know, I, I don't know. So that's why they, you know, gathered the courage to ask these questions. So first question is the, what is the weirdest trend you've done? I'm guessing fashion trend or because like, you know, when we were growing up, we didn't have TikTok or anything like that. We didn't, um, there wasn't any like like social media trends that we were doing it was more like fashion trends so fashion trend the weirdest one and i wouldn't say it was weird it was just a sign of the times that i grew up in um and that is i wore tall tees um and if you don't know what tall tees are i mean it's grew up in northern california so it in the early yeah like early 2000s um the hyphy movement was a big thing around here. It was huge. Like, that's what we listened to. That's what we grew up, we're playing in, in school. That's what we grew up with. That's the music that we were vibing with. That was the music of our, uh, of kids that were my age. Like, it was hyphy music. So, with hyphy music comes the fashion of hyphy music, comes the tall tees, the pea coats, comes the, the headbands, the headwear, right? Like, comes all of this, like, stuff that honestly is pretty dated, but... Um, if I, if you had asked me the weirdest trend I've ever done, it would, it'd be tall tees. And I did, I wore tall tees and tall tees are literally shirts that were twice your size, maybe three times your size, um, in length. And so my shirt would like, uh, come all the way down to probably about, uh, like my mid thigh. Um, so they were very tall tees. I mean, some people would look at them and go, maybe you can sleep in those. And honestly, I probably should have kept some cause I could have. Uh, and they probably would fit me a little bit better now. <laughs> um, actually, no, they wouldn't because they're tall tees. So they wouldn't. I grew out. I didn't grow up necessarily. So weirdest trend, I would say that would have to be 
the weirdest trend. Um, let's see. Next question. What's your favorite brand? My favorite brand. Well, I'll tell you what's not my favorite brand. Balenciaga. Not my favorite brand. Sketch. Don't mess with that stuff. Um, let's see. Favorite brand. If we're talking, again, if we're talking fashion, if we're talking clothes, then my favorite brand would have to be, oh, geez. It's a good, it's a good, I have a lot of Nike stuff. I think Nike's a, a brand that I wear quite a bit. Um, honestly, guys, my closet now is full of a lot of dark clothes, like black. My wife kind of makes fun of me that I have a lot of black. <laughs> and sometimes I go through my closet like wondering what type of black should I wear today? You know, because I mean, honestly, I do. I have a lot of black. Um, but when it comes to my favorite brand, I have to say it's probably Nike. I find a lot of their stuff comfortable. Um, I, I Nike shoes is usually a go-to for me when it comes to like gym shoes or basketball, even just like comfortable casual shoes. Um, although I bought a pair of Doc Martens and, uh, I got to give a shout out to, uh, my worship pastor, Corey, cause when I saw him, he had them on, I'm like, Ooh, and I asked him about, them. I'm like, those comfortable. He's like, Oh yeah, they're super comfortable. Bought myself a pair of Doc Martens and they are the shoes that I wear probably the most. Um, I wear them to church I, and now I'm starting to wear them out. Like if we're just going to go grab dinner, I'll put them on like date night, put them on. Like I, they're very comfortable. So Doc Martens is definitely on the rise for me. Um, I'm probably going to buy myself another pair of boots at some point, to be honest with you. Let's see. Next question. Do you think the moon landing was real or faked? That's a great question. Who knows? Do you know? I don't know if I know. I thought I knew. If you would ask me like 10 years ago, I would have been like, yeah, for sure. Who knows, though? Can we just put our tinfoil hats on for a second and really think about this? Is it possible that they could have shot this in a studio and made it on a prop moon? And it was actors who faked being on the moon? And the footage we saw was not really shot on the moon? It was in a studio? Is that possible? Who knows? I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. Um, I know that's kind of a lame answer, but guys, I, I don't know. I have no idea. I honestly haven't really like gone into the conspiracy of why people think it's not real, why they think it's been faked other than the theory of, oh, it was shot like in a TV studio and actors and all that. But like, what else? Like what else other than that theory is there? So I haven't really looked into it, but now maybe I will. Um, next question from Mr. Anonymous. Ooh, I said it right, babe. I hope you're proud of me. Um, are you close with your parents? This is actually a really good question. I think a question we should all kind of think about. You know, are you close with your parents? So, this episode is brought brought to you by LaCroix. Um, I am. Um, I mean, well, my mom and dad live uh, less than 10 minutes from me. So, yeah. Uh, I'm close in distance and I'm close in relationship. Um, I will say this, uh, growing up and now that I've becoming older, uh, you know, I'm 35, got three kids. Um, I don't find myself going to them as much. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing though. And mom, if you're watching this, I love you. Doesn't mean I love you any less. Um, and it's not to say that I have all the answers and don't need them. That's not, that's far from the truth. But I think there's more, more of like, a, hey, I'm going to try this, you know, 
Now, there are some things that I'll hit, hit up my parents about. My mom specifically. I'll, let me talk about my mom and I'll get into my dad. My mom, growing up, you know, I feel like I talked to my mom quite a bit. Um, problems, good things. She was always aware of what was going on for the most part in my life, you know, unless I was hiding things and that's different. But she was always in conversation with me. Um, and so even now, like uh, something will come up and I'll be like, oh, shoot, I'll, I'll call my mom. Like, hey, mom, how do I do this again? You know, like, hey, what am I supposed to do on my taxes again? You know, like that, that type of stuff, you know, because my mom is great with all that. Um, so I go to my mom a lot for that type of stuff. Growing up with my dad, a lot of our conversations were about baseball. Um, we talked about other things as well, but I felt like baseball was a good, like, common ground for us, like, because he had a love for the game. It's a game, you know, that he loved and fell in love with more when he got to the States. And then, you know, we would watch it because that's what he'd be watching. And we would fall in love with the game. And all of a sudden, you know, him and I connected on that level. Like we had a love for the game. We had a love for the Giants, our local team. You know, we had a love for the game and really talked a lot of baseball. I started playing. And so we talk about my games and stuff like that. Um, you know, and and it was a little harder for me to approach my dad with certain stuff. And I don't know if it was because it's not because I felt like I couldn't. I think it was more of like I, you know, I just didn't want to disappoint my dad. You know, I didn't want to bring any kind of disappointment or not shame, but you know, what I mean, like I didn't want to discourage my dad or make him feel bad or, or anything like that. Um, nowadays it's, it's kind of interesting how, because my appreciation for him has, has grown. Uh, obviously my love for him has always been there, but my appreciation for him has grown because now, obviously now as a father, I understand all of the sacrifice, all of the hard work, all of the hard discussions, all of the, the discipline, like all those things I'm starting to understand. Okay. Now I understand my dad wasn't being a jerk. My dad was doing the best that he could because he loved us. And, you know, so now it's kind of interesting because we don't talk as as often. Um, usually when I talk to my dad, it's it's because I'm at their house or we're seeing each other physically. My mom is somebody I can call. My dad, I can, I can call. I don't as much. I, I go when I go and see him. We talk then. But my appreciation for him, for him has grown. So... I guess, sorry, that's kind of a long answer, but am I close to my parents? Yes, I'm close to both of them, um, but they, it's different type of relationships with my mom and then my dad. So that's a great question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do an episode. Let me know if you guys want me to interview my dad on the podcast. I think it'd be great. There's a lot of things that I'm still fuzzy on about his story, um, like when, it, when like him getting here, like the first few months he got here. Um, pretty much everything up to when he basically got saved and started going to church. Like I'm still fuzzy. And honestly, a lot of his childhood, I really don't know a whole lot. So let me know if you want to hear my dad. My dad is awesome. My dad is the Mexican John Wayne. Um, let's see. What color is your room? My room is the same color as every other room in this apartment. Unfortunately, I don't have a say over the color of our room that's just kind of what it is um let's see this is a fun one somebody asked any celeb crushes Ooh, somebody wants to get spicy somebody wants the the deets somebody wants to get the dirt on me i know what you're trying to do no i'm just playing um well ruthie knows 
and it's been my same crush since I was in middle school. My celebrity crush is JLo, Jennifer Lopez. Uh, I, since middle school, you know, I had a crush on her. Um, I think she's beautiful. I think she's, I think she's funny. I think she's got a good personality. Although nowadays she's become more of a joke because of her relationship decisions. And the, there's actually a kind of a funny story with JLo. Uh, and my Ruthie and I, we we laugh about it all the time that how she has she has a song, you guys, called First Love, and the lyrics in that song literally she says, if it something about my first, second, third, or fourth love, like she's literally numbering her loves, and it's funny because it's like, yeah, you probably had more than that, you know, like, uh, so she's kind of become a joke in that in that sense. But J Lo, love you, girl, do your thing. Um, let's see, let's let's do a couple more here. Another question is, what is your favorite food? What is your favorite food? Favorite food? Well, I love ribs. Uh, anything that's grilled, like, you know, but I think ribs, for me, is such a such such a good food, guys, because you get kind of the best of both worlds. Like, you get some meat that, you know, especially, like, uh, if it's smoked or done well, like, it just comes right off the bone. But then you get to like grab it you know like a steak is great i love a steak as well but a steak you need a fork and a knife rib you just need your hands and i enjoy like getting my hands in the ribs eating them getting dirty um you know getting my hands dirty like getting and it kind of getting messy but you're enjoying the 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 meat and the way it's cooked like i i love ribs i'm that's my favorite food i love mexican food obviously too guys but if we're gonna pick one thing i'm gonna say ribs um this is a good question. And listen, guys, thank you so much for sending in your questions. Like, this is this is awesome. I really, really enjoy, uh, like, hearing your guys' questions. I really enjoy when you guys have questions. I, I just enjoy the interaction. I really do. Um, and this is a good question I think I want to lean into and, and kind of pivot a little bit. Somebody asked, what is your biggest regret in life? And thinking about this, I, uh, man... A lot of things popped in my head, guys. I have a lot of I have a lot of regrets. Okay, no regrets. No, this guy's got a lot of regrets. Okay, um, but <clears throat> there there are a couple that I, I'm going to hold for a future episode, but I or one that I'm going to hold for a future episode. But I think one that I think I really want to lean into is this. Um, one of my biggest regrets in life, honestly, is not um, moving forward with education after high school. And this isn't a, hey, kids, go to college type of thing. This is more of a, hey, kids, have a plan. <laughs> have a plan. Like, whether you're going to go to college or not, nowadays, college has become something you don't necessarily need. Um, some do, still a lot do. My wife has a college degree, um, which is why I married her, because she has a degree, and I just have the looks. Um, but, but my wife has a college degree. And, um, I don't, okay. I have a high school diploma. Um, and then I did a couple semesters at a junior college and then no plan. So I was, and I was paying, I was like, no dice, I'm out. Um, but I think it was the no plan thing that really killed me. That really, really like discouraged me and kept me from moving forward in education. And nowadays there's so many opportunities out of high school to, to further yourself. It's not just college. It's not just, uh, you know, universities, but it's trade schools. It's, it's online education. It's sort of getting certified in a certain area. It's, 
there's so many opportunities for young people out of high school to like get into something. Um, and honestly, my career, my, or I guess I can say my career, but work job career, that part of my life has always kind of been, you know, just kind of floating around. Now, don't get me wrong. All right. God has been good to me and been faithful that, you know, I've, I've always found myself in a position of either like leadership, um, or somebody that has a voice within my job. Okay. Sometimes I've, that's what I, that's what I seeked. That's what I sought. Sometimes that's what I went after. Sometimes not. Sometimes I just found it in, on my lap, you know, like, but so God's always been good. His, his favor has always been on me. He's provided in every season of my life, whatever I needed, like God's always come through and done that. But I'd be lying if I told you guys, oh, I, I, I still would have like not, I still would have done everything I did in that area of my life. Like, no, I would have had a plan out of high school. I would have figured out what I wanted to do and set myself up to go do that thing. Um, and as you get older, when you try and go back to do that thing, like it gets a lot harder. So my biggest regret in life is not moving forward in education or not setting myself up, not having a plan. That is my biggest regret because I feel like now that I'm a little bit older, you know, I'm 35. Um, I have a great job, you guys. I mean, it, honestly, if you would ask me like six months ago, I would have told you it's not a great job. Um, but I think God's kind of opened my eyes up a little bit to, number one, um, being grateful. Number two, um, always approaching opportunities and situations with a humble spirit and not like, a well, I'm better than this. Um, and I kind of like flipped that and saw that. And ever since I, did, I, I had done that, like God just like blessed me. It, it's it's awesome. Um but I definitely would have set myself up, had a plan that I could have been doing something I really wanted to do. Now, you could say, well, Benny, what is that? What did you want to do? Well, I mean, this is an answer I share a lot uh, with, with friends that I know. Um, I've always wanted to be a barber. I uh, really enjoyed the the uh, the field of barbering, of, of services like that. I've always enjoyed the, the vibe of barbershops. Um, the idea of working for yourself, setting your own schedule, being in charge of you. Like I've always enjoyed that aspect. And honestly, the art of cutting hair, I've always found fascinating and really enjoyed doing myself. I've tried, um, and I've always enjoyed it. Um, so there've been times in my life where I'm just like, Hey, um, man, I wish I could do that thing. And there's been a couple of times I've, I almost did. I almost, you know, quit my job to go do school. But at the end of the day, what kind of kept me from it was, well, I have kids. I got a responsibility at home. I got to take care of home. Like, is that something I want to do? Of course. If, if we were like, if we could do it financially, would I do it? Of course. But we couldn't like my family needed me to provide. And so I had to set aside my dreams or my hopes to do that thing. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is this, guys, like, I think if you're if you're listening to this and you're saying to yourself, well, I don't know if I'm happy with work. I don't know if I'm happy with where I'm going. I don't know where I'm going. 
I don't even, I'm not sure if like someday this is, I don't know if this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. I feel stuck. I feel, I feel unaccomplished. I feel unsatisfied with work. Let me just share some things that I hope would encourage you in the same way that um, I was encouraged. Okay. One, your work situation may suck. Like the people you work with may not be great people. Um, The quality of person may not be high. But it doesn't mean that you have to be too. It doesn't mean that you have to be low quality. It doesn't mean that you have to be somebody that it sucks to work with. It doesn't mean you have to have a bad attitude coming into work. I always think about, you know, the story of Joseph and yeah, you know, he got betrayed by his brothers and, you know, he got this, you know, cool coat from his dad and all his brothers got jealous and he was sold into slavery like he was betrayed. But the what I like about that about that story in the Bible is that everywhere Joseph went, he was promoted. He was exalted. He was put in a position of leadership, had a voice, God's favor shined on him despite being in a crappy situation. And so again, you may be in a crappy situation, but it doesn't mean that good things can't come from it. it doesn't mean that you can't learn from it. it. Doesn't mean that there isn't blessing in that for you. And guys, I'm talking out of experience right now, okay? I'm talking out of what I'm literally living in my life right now too. Like again, 6 months ago I would have told you, man, my job sucks. I don't I don't enjoy it. I don't like it. I don't People low quality. I'm. I'm not. The coworkers are not really je- like. It's not. I don't like the situation right now. Um. And then I started noticing I was coming into work bad attitude, like just just being quiet, not talking to anybody, not being a pleasure to work with. And I started realizing, like, man, okay, like if 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 I'm gonna get another job, I want to make sure that I leave here on good terms. I I I want to leave here saying, hey, I gave it my best there. And I know right now I'm not giving my best because my attitude sucks because my perspective is not not good Um, and I can do better. That doesn't no one, no one, whatever, no one can do anything to affect that. Right. Like that is my responsibility, my perspective, my attitude, the way that I approach a working situation. That's all me. And the same way I can imagine Joseph, like he could have like kept thinking, man, my brothers, they betrayed me. They did this. They did that. Look, I could be here, but I'm over here now. What the heck? This is horrible. I'm in jail. What the heck? But what happened is like Joseph was just being faithful with what was in front of him and always brought what what he could bring. And that was his perspective, his attitude, his his ability to serve, to, to just hard work, right? Like do those things like, and so for us, it's like, okay, well, we could do the same thing too. And when we do that, when we're, when we're faithful with what, what's right in front of us, like God is going to bless us. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh man, I was, in, I was in a jail. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm like the head, the head dude around here. Like I'm calling shots. I'm like, I have a say how things are being done. And the same way in your job right now, you may be thinking, well, yeah, but you don't understand, like, my coworkers, they suck, my job, my bosses are horrible, the work, it's not good, like, this and that. Hey, what if you, what if you brought a better attitude for the next month or two? 
What if you brought a smile? What if you really gave it your best? It would be difficult, but I bet that you would see God's favor over you, over your job, over over your position, over your company, even over the, the company as a whole. You would see God move over that company because there's someone there that is giving him honor, giving him glory through his actions, through the way he thinks, the way he works. Guys, all that, all that stuff, those are acts of worship. Like us working our jobs is not just paying bills. I mean, it is, but like this is God's provision for you to pay your bills. And so the way that we do these jobs, the way that we work these jobs is just, in other words, saying, God, this is my way of saying thank you. I'm going to do the best I can with this. It's sure it's not, it's not, I'm not, you know, an executive. I'm not, I'm not a barber, you know, cutting tons of heads and making tons of money and, 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 you know, having the, the freedom and liberty to make my own schedule. Sure. But I'm, I'm giving it my best shot. I'm bringing my smile. I'm bringing the things, um, that, that can make this place better, make other people feel that they're, they're, they're valuable, that they're putting in value, make make everyone feel united and together working as a team. Man, those are all things that are good things that God is honored and glorified with. So what if you gave that a shot? What if you made the best out of your situation right now? Guys, I didn't like where I worked. In fact, I try to look for ways out and couldn't really find it. And I actually had an opportunity to leave. And my job made me an offer to stay that was above what I thought it would ever be. I didn't think that they would do that and go to that extent to to get me to stay, but they did. And it showed me, hey, they they see what I, what I bring. They see the work that I do, and they value all that. So why wouldn't I stay? I can make this, I can help make this place a better place to work. I can make this a job that is enjoyable for not just me, but other people as well. And guys, since I made the decision to stay, like God's favor has been on me. His blessing has been on me. Bills are being paid. It's not about the bills being paid. Bills will, will always be paid because God is good. He's 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 faithful and his favor is on me and my family. So I'm not, I wasn't worried about that. It was just more of like, I just want to be happy with what I do. But I don't know if the it was the job that was making me unhappy or it was just my attitude, my heart that was making me unhappy. See what I'm saying? So if we change our heart, we change our attitude, we the way we approach situations, even if they're not the best, even if you're working hard and you're seeing nothing in return, guys, you're not doing it for for your boss. You're not doing it for your coworker. You're doing it for God because God has blessed you with that job to provide for you and your family or your situation. And the only way that we can really give thanks to him is working hard, is being honest. It's being a joy to work with. It's being fun to work with. It's your coworker saying, man, I love working with that guy. He's so cool. He's so funny. I love working with that person. They, they, they make me feel like I'm part of the team. They make me feel like we're actually working together. Man, God receives all that honor and glory. So I'm just going to challenge you with that. I, again, that I regret not moving forward with education. I regret not having a plan set in place or uh, having any idea what I want to do. So don't make that mistake. If you're an opportunity to plan out what you're going to do, man, do it. Plan it out. 
have a plan education college uh trade school online school like whatever that looks like apprenticeship like whatever that looks like do it if that's what you really want to do and you're in the position to do it do it don't be like me and have a plan and just think that you know it's going to get all figured out which i mean it does hasn't been easy though and who knows i mean i don't you know i don't know what the next 10 15 years looks like i could still be at that at this job i don't know but even though that was a regret like i think i've learned a lot of things about how i should approach my job and and again up even up until recently it's been just the same thing but then i just realized like you know what if i just brought the best version of myself to work every day what if i did that for like a month or two will i see a return and yes you will god's faithful he'll you will see a return you will see a return. May not be financially, maybe it will. I don't know. But you'll see a return. You'll see a difference. So I just want to challenge you guys with that. I hope that you guys will can use that and apply that to whatever job that you're at, whatever it is you're doing, whether you're super happy, whether you're unhappy. If we just bring the best version of ourselves, I believe that we can make the work situation even better. It just takes one person. And it's not saying that, you know, I'm the greatest person ever and i can change everything no no no, it's not me but if i'm bringing my best i know god's gonna meet me there and he's gonna make up the difference and he's gonna make the best of that situation he wants me to be happy he wants me to to feel fruitful and feel accomplished from work he wants me to feel those things but i can't feel those things if i'm not bringing my best i need to bring my best i have to bring my best thank you guys so much for listening as always I hope that you enjoyed the podcast. Please leave a review. Again, it mean the world to me. Just stop what you're doing. Or as soon as this is over, go type in a review. And let me know if you want to bring, want me to bring on my dad. I think it'd be great for my dad to be on this. I think it'd be a great conversation. But I love you guys. I hope you have a great week. And until next time, peace out.